Hey friends, thanks for joining us on the Equipping You podcast. Our prayer is that this podcast will encourage and equip Alliance pastors and leaders to live spiritually healthy lives and lead healthy churches. For more information about the Christ-centered Acts 1-8 Alliance family, visit equippingyou.org. Hey, 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 welcome back to Equipping You Podcast. This is Season 10, Episode 1. We have reached double digits, uh, Alan. Fantastic. Double digits. Coming to you today from Reynoldsburg, Ohio, the world headquarters of Equipping You Podcast. Wow, that would be accurate now. Yeah, that's fair. we uh, We do allow the Alliance to use our headquarters that, building. That's really gracious of us to let it, them it into is, our orbit. It is. I'm yeah. still waiting for the first rent check to yeah, show up. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I would prefer if we just donated that to the GCF anyhow, Terry. Yeah, that's a good point. We're yeah. generous people. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Alan, last episode was our 100th wow. episode. This we is our read, that's triple digits. first episode. Yeah, triple digits. Yeah. Uh, and so... We're going to talk about the first hundred episodes today and kind of celebrate. Sounds like what's that might be a long episode going there. on. Some of them, it could be some of the <laughs> some of the high spots, other than my fluent Spanish right. and my beautiful singing. I knew that that would come up early in this episode. Yeah, yes, your yeah, fluent so. Spanish is certainly a highlight for all of our listeners. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure they actually use it to practice their Spanish. If I could just speak Spanish like Terry, then. I would be fluent as well. Finally, Alan, you're uh, you're coming around to yeah. uh, reality and the truth. Yeah, and I'm sure we have vocal instructors everywhere who download our episodes to show as examples to their students. Yes, no doubt. Yeah, so, no doubt. So uh, this is going to be a fun episode. It is going to be a fun episode. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, doing this. And uh, so grab yourself a celebrative bottle of sparkling grape juice. All right, there we go. A celebra- or cider. Would sparkling cider be okay, too? Well, yeah, that'd be fine, okay. too. Okay, something sparkling and celebrative. Whichever it is, pop the top, sit back, relax. Here we go. So, Alan, welcome. Hey. Thank you, Terry. It's great to be sitting beside you Thanks again. for taking the time to be with us today. <laughs> it's a joy, always. Every single episode, honestly, is a joy to be here. So, so kick us off and tell us uh, what you're thinking about these first hundred episodes. Yeah, you know, it's actually flown by. It's hard to believe that it we're, is. you know, getting ready to record our 10th season and that we've already done 100 episodes. Um, and, you know, there's tons of highlights there. Uh, so many great guests and everything, but I think it's the best place to start is just some gratitude of going back to our roots. Yeah. You know, so we want to just start by uh, thanking uh, AJ Gutierrez. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, he helped us get started. Our first guy, the hat man, he was called. We That's called right. him the hat man because he always wore different hats. He did. And he was so helpful. And then... Caitlin Guyberson. Yeah. We had yeah. a nickname for her, too. She was the laugh the laugh track, I believe, That's for right. a while. That's right. <laughs> Caitlin was the laugh track. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was awesome on that. And, you know, I especially appreciated uh, on some episodes, Caitlin would contribute yeah. and um, ask some really great questions of our guests, she right? Would. Uh, and she's always been one of our biggest cheerleaders, right? She's, she has uh, been. I, rumor has it is that, you know, she's planted the seed for moving us to video for this last season, season yeah, nine. Yeah. So here we are with now two other people that we're thankful for, because 
Isaac has succeeded AJ and Caitlin and is now in the production seat. On, yep, uh, yep. So we're thankful for all the things that he does that he allow keep, this to go forward. He keeps the nuts and bolts of this thing Seriously, uh, together. Like if, if he didn't do that, uh, including sending out Zoom links to all of our guests, to keeping us organized, which is no small task. No small task. Yeah, 100%. And... In season nine, we added Andy Carr. We did. How about that? Our videographer. Our videographer. Even though we have a face for radio. Yes, that's right. But Andy makes it look as good as possible. He does. Uh, Just before this episode, he was nitpicking uh, just so that we would have the right view so it looks just right for our, our listeners. Because, you know, looking at us for... 35, 40 minutes could be challenging, so Andy wants to make it as easy as possible on their eyes. Uh, he does. I think maybe next season we'll add, uh, maybe this season even, we'll add makeup. No. <laughs> we will not add makeup. We will not add makeup. Uh, you're so sensitive, yeah. Alan. I have one more thank you to shout out to. It's Please. something that people listen to every episode and don't realize what's going on. That's right. And that is Nicole Dykstra. Yeah. She has been the voice of our intro for all 100 of our first episodes. She has been and uh, a nice voice. Nice she did voice. not just automatically get that job, Alan. They auditioned three voices. Uh, in yeah. the beginning, well, I mean, this is a this is a special podcast. This I mean, is this isn't just only your average, best. everyday, run of the mill podcast, and uh, so she won the uh, won the job. Yeah, and you know, hats off to her because she really did a great job uh, early on. Uh, I remember people are some of our early listeners before they knew what to expect, which is you know it's understandable they wouldn't sure. know what to expect from the two of us exactly. But one of the first responses I got early on was. I'm impressed with how professional it is. Yeah, yeah. And her intro voice right at the beginning is part of what contributes to that. It comes on, it's like, okay, yeah. this is a real podcast. This isn't Alan and Terry sitting in the basement, you know, uh, with scratchy production. We have been blessed to have... Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, some of our qualities might make it less than professional, but all the people yeah. that are around us have made this a really... Honestly, it's a professional podcast. It I is. get that. Even today, when I recommend it to somebody for the first time, they're like... Okay. Yeah, I got That's that. That's really well done. Got that recently from somebody who works in the building when they listen to it for the first time. The podcast is really good. I know. Imagine that. Yeah, what imagine a concept. That. But part of that, a big part of that is the great production people we have. It is. Really grateful for them. And, uh, and wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. It is. It is. But Terry, there are people that we are most grateful for. Um, Because without them, then we would just be talking to ourselves and actually probably would have quit way before 100. We would have. Who are those people, Terry? Those people are our listeners. Our listeners. That's right. Let's hear it for our listeners. Yay. Yay. Right here would be a great chance to have, like, you know, more than just you and I clapping. It'd be great if it was more. Maybe maybe our production people can put something. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Andy. That's fantastic. I don't know which sound effect is which, so I guessed. That yeah, I didn't want to get the wrong one. You That's got the, great. You got the That's right great. One. That's good. good. Yeah. Good yeah. Job. So, so uh, Alan, in a hundred episodes, we have reached over forty-five thousand yes. listens. Forty-five thousand. That's like a lot. That is like a lot. I'm, I'm pretty shocked. encouraged by that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I am so grateful for those. And um, and I think one of the things I'm really thankful for about our listeners is how loyal they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I run into people around. America from Sea to Shining Sea, who say, just happened the other day in an email, I listen to every episode. Yep, yep. And uh, so I'm amazed by that. 
Uh, it just happened to me this past weekend as well. Yep. The wife of one of the elders in our local Alliance churches said that her and her husband listened to every single episode. Yep. I was like, wow. All right. Praise so, God for loyal uh, listeners. And, and this particular listener uh, sent me a picture of a great big drink display. <laughs> uh, happened to be Kirk, Kirk Schneeman from Toledo, but he was in Shipshawana, Indiana, which is an Amish area, if I'm wow. not mistaken. And uh, all kinds of drink suggestions there in that uh, picture. And he particularly recommended one that will uh, make its way into this uh, season at all right. some point. I so look forward I shall to that. not reveal the uh, mystery yet. All right. Well, you know, we haven't, you haven't recommended drinks from the very beginning. Somewhere along the way, that evolved. It did. I have no idea how it evolved. I don't either. Or when we started. I know. It. We should go back and figure out when that was. We uh, should. It's become a, a fixture. It is a and, fixture. And uh, one of the reasons people listen is to find out what the drink of the uh, Honestly, I think there, I, I, I mm, get nervous thinking that there's probably sometimes somebody says, I don't have time for the whole episode today, but I'm going to listen long enough to find out what the drink is. Yeah. So uh, my favorite drink suggestion was Frost Top Root Beer when, when Spence Sweeting had said he tries out every drink we suggest. Yes. And so I sent him to uh, Huntington, West Virginia yeah, from, from Colorado, Colorado Springs yeah, that's right. to, to pick up yeah. uh, some Frost Top yeah. Root Beer. I don't think he made the trip. No, I don't think he made the trip. But, but our listeners are very encouraging. I love it when I travel around the yeah. U.S. or you're traveling around your district or in other places in yeah. the U.S. You were just at the Central Pacific District Conference a few yeah. weeks ago. And uh, people come up and say, hey, I listen to the podcast. And they're so encouraging. They are. And uh, they are. You know, it makes us, makes us know somebody's out there listening and, yeah. and uh, re- really makes a dis- difference. And, and one of the things, Alan, I, that I'm intrigued about is, uh, you know, we've had some big-name uh, guests. Yeah, we sure have. People yeah. trying to— Really well-known in Christendom. Trying to use Equipping You podcast to raise their career even higher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they should be grateful that we give them that platform. They should be. Yeah, no doubt about it. But uh, our listeners haven't proven that they're really interested in big names. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of our biggest episodes are not people that you would recognize, at least outside the Alliance. Yeah. And uh, that's been really encouraging uh, to see that. And I am I think that says something about our listeners. So what does it say about our listeners, Terry? <laughs> Well, I think partly it says uh, they're not starstruck. <laughs> they, they are not. Well, they wouldn't listen to us if they were starstruck. Yeah, Let's be point. honest, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but that uh, there are certain topics that are of interest to them yeah. that they really want to learn about, grow in, be more effective in, be yeah. equipped in, since this is equipping you uh, podcast. So. Uh, you know, I think that's part of what it says about our listeners. Yeah, I was kind of reviewing the 100 episodes, just kind of the list. And it seems to me that, you know, there's a real desire to listen, not to the hot topics, although we had some of those that were well listened to. But it was more about what's going to anchor them in ministry, what's going to help them be really be fruitful. Um, some of the ones that I thought, wow, this person, because they're famous, will be like really high episodes or this hot topic is going to be high Turned out not to be that high, yeah. you know, but the ones that wrestle with what they really long for for their churches and for themselves. Yeah, so that's true. A, a good example of that actually is our two top downloaded episodes. Uh, and, and actually, the second one was at the top for a long time. The second one was is Rock Dilliman's yeah. episode on longevity in ministry. Yeah. 
Uh, and boy, I, that episode was amazing, right? It was, and I think I think people are especially interested in in hearing from people who have uh, had long term effective ministry, but they're also finishing well in terms of their character, their commitment to, to Christ. And uh, I think that, that draws the attention of our listeners. It draws my attention. I'll yeah. just be honest. I, I love those kind of interviews Yes, uh, where we catch some veteran of the faith, veteran of ministry who's ha- had a long, uh, great track record. Yeah. And I, I want to hear what they have to say, in yeah. all honesty. And Rock certainly represents that he well. He sure does. And he puts some important stuff out there to really give our listeners. That's the one that I would say... If you haven't listened to it, you need to. And if you have listened to it, it's worth listening to again. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, that's a short list of ones I would say go back and scoop I would it up. Agree. Now he's out catching fish and showing those pictures on Facebook. Yeah. I, you know, if he described them verbally, I would think he was telling fish stories. And, yeah. And then his, you know, it might be a a, a chink in the armor of yeah. his integrity. Yeah. Yes. That's but right. he shows the pictures. I know. So it's they really are big fish. So. Yeah. So, I mean, we think that he's the one catching them. He's holding up the fish. That well, doesn't that's, mean that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you a, know. that's a really good point, Alan. Yeah, somebody, yeah. As every point you make is. Yeah, wow. Please, that's a first in 101 episodes. I was being sarcastic, Alan. Oh, man. I was just about to say that there's the best... <laughs> Wow, that's that yeah, could be make the highlight of the of the two hundredth episode. Sarcasm. So yeah. the top listen to very episode was just brand new. Our interview with Aaron Henning and Josh Grimes on the evangelism cohorts that are starting to take root in the alliance. Yeah. And that shows that our listeners really care about being fruitful with Jesus and reaching lost people. Yeah. Yep. They do. And I'm I'm Really, honestly, going to say something nice about you now, Alan, without being sarcastic. Okay, I'm ready. Wait, I'm going to the uh, table. I'm ready. You've been a key person in. Uh, you have been the key person in the alliance in terms of uh, helping to uh, start those uh, evangelism cohorts. You do more than just equipping you podcast <laughs> uh, and start and spread uh, that uh, method of trying to change culture uh, uh, in a church. Yeah. So that it is more evangelistic, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Thank and Josh you. are good friends of ours, and yeah, I am blessed. Grateful to work that with they've them. jumped on board with that in their uh, churches, and uh, now it, you know, it's not just your district, but seven districts. And when a thousand ninety-two people listen to this in a little short period of time, it's yeah. like, oh, uh, you know, people are. People are itching here and, and looking for the scratch. So, yeah, we're uh, talking less than a month. There's been almost 1,100 yeah. listeners to that episode, so that's pretty that's yeah. pretty powerful. I'm pretty encouraged by that, and I, I, that says a lot about our people as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, what God continues to do with those cohorts. What a blessing! Absolutely. So, absolutely. If there was one result that we'd love to see out of this podcast, it would be that churches are equipped to. To reach people in their community for Christ. Absolutely. Man, that is something we're aiming for, right? Like, we don't, we're not really interested in just having churches have full pews for the sake of having full pews, right? right? We want to help encourage and equip our listeners to be, help their people be fruitful in Jesus' mission. Amen. So that's beautiful. Now, Amen. we do have a couple of, I mean, they're not like monstrous names, but they're fairly bigger names that made yep. the next two slots on our download list, right? So, Rebecca McLaughlin, who was also from this past season, um, yep. she spoke about current issues and apologetics for that, and she really hit on things that we know 
our pastors and church leaders are wrestling with, issues of sexuality, issues of politics, issues of even, you know, the classic apologetics questions about science. And uh, she, my goodness, she was insightful in a short period of time. And she had a British accent. Which or, makes us look smarter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Made her look smarter. Well, I, I mean, she already us. is smart. I mean, we, yeah. we just get the help that we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, appreciate that. That's, that's, that's true. So, But th- that was an excellent episode, and so grateful for Rebecca being a part of us. And Jeff Vanderstelt was the other one, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What's, Talking your, about the what's your memory of that session? I mean, I think he got to the heart of what we're aiming for, making disciples, people that are truly transformed by Jesus and are on mission with Jesus, yep. you know? And he just got to the heart of that issue and how we aim for that. I think he helped us, you know, maybe a lot of people uh, in our pews, they think of the gospel, they think is like their forgiveness of sins and their ticket to heaven. And Jeff was so encouraging. And he said that we are so positioned well in the alliance with our fourfold gospel to help people to actually live like that's true for their whole life, not just the beginning of their Christian life and yep. the final destination, but the whole way through. So I appreciated the way that he was complimentary of us in the in the alliance and and really, you know, challenged us uh, in new ways to take our disciple making to new levels. And I think he was really good for us in making sure that everybody understood that making disciples isn't just about getting deeper Christians. It's about getting new Christians and then them becoming the kind of people that help other people become new Christians. Yep. Amen. So it's beautiful to see those two together. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I, I feel really blessed, and we could go down through all the rest of the 96 episodes, but we won't do that today. We Terry. will not. We're going to stop one by there. One. Yeah, we won't do that. But I would like to ask you a question. There's yep, four sure. episodes there. What else would you say resonates with our listeners about these episodes? Um. I think they like the quirky things we do, Alan. Yeah, uh, I, I think they do like our quirkiness, Terry. So, uh, you know, they we already mentioned the drinks, mm-hmm. and, the, and they sit on the edge of their seat for that. They do. You know, we, we present odd facts about Colorado and now about uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, that's really the reason the national office had to relocate. Equipping You podcast was out of uh, ideas about what to say about Colorado, so mm-hmm. we needed a new location. That's really, and that's people don't realize behind the scenes, that's why the national office moved. Exactly. To give us new stories to tell, which means, exactly. you know, everybody brace yourself. It's probably going to move again in five or six years, you know, yeah, so, or, or less. It could, yeah, you know, or know. less. Although, that is a joke, ladies and gentlemen. That is a joke. We're not moving again. Um, but we're not denying that they moved to help us with the podcast. Yeah. Another thing we started doing... No, we're not denying that. Another thing we started doing midstream, We don't. neither one of us remember exactly when we started doing it, and this is not a quirky thing, but we started asking our interviewees uh, for a short list of leaders who had influenced their yeah. life and leadership. Yeah. And I that, love that part That's been intriguing. Episodes. I do, too. Sometimes those are names you recognize, but yeah. almost always at least one of the names on their list is somebody they didn't yep. Yep. Uh, necessarily, uh, that we wouldn't necessarily recognize. Like, I remember Katie Cole talking about her pastor. Yeah, in Montana. In Montana. Right. A church of 70 or some, 80 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, she's her fame has exceeded his... Uh, by yep. a long shot, yep. but his ministry is multiplied yep. uh, through I her. And, and and don't you love those kind of stories? I do. Faithful, I mean, I really do. Faithful uh, men and women in small churches who invest themselves in uh, young people and uh, up and coming 
people in their church and just, you know, it's not about them. It becomes about the other yeah. person. And yeah. I, I love those kind of stories. Well, we just heard about that in the special episode uh, that was just the last episode we released. That really was the 100th episode, right? Yeah. Zach Meerkrebs talking yeah, about yeah. Ken Baldus. Yeah. You know, people know him as the VP for finances and administration. Operations. Operations. Sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not as tuned in with titles sometimes, but I apologize. But he's a great guy. He does yeah. his job excellently. Yeah. His dashboard stuff that he creates keeps district leaders informed. Yeah. I love all that stuff. But here he is. He's like the the top significant influence on Zach Mearcreep's yeah. life. You know, yeah. people don't know that. We right. ask that question, and you, I love the answers we get to I that. I do too. You know, and it's coming from their heart. You know, yeah. and I think that actually that our guests appreciate being asked that question. I think they do too. Yeah. I think it causes them to reflect. I've I've started in my own life, Alan. In fact, I said this. I think I said it outright to somebody the other day. I don't want to wait till your funeral to say. Uh, how meaningful your life was mm-hmm. uh, to me. So, you mm-hmm. know, you've, you've influenced me. And, and so I, I love reflecting on that list. In fact, I wrote down one time a list of uh, 10 or 12 leaders that have influenced me more than anybody else mm-hmm. in my life and, and ministry. And those are good practices, I think, that, that yeah. help to create gratitude in our, in our hearts. Yeah, I remember uh, during Dave Ferguson's our interview with him about Hero Maker, and he asked both of us, "Yeah, who influenced us?" Yeah, uh, and I remember uh, you sharing uh, how important Marco Farrell was to you, right? Right, and and seeing that you had you had more leadership in you than you thought you had, right? And in that same episode, you were mine. Oh, you know, yeah. calling me in a district you. ministry yeah, man yeah. when I didn't see it coming. Yeah, so I remember grateful. that trip to Philadelphia. Yeah. Yes. I'll never forget it. Yep. Going so. down to PA Turnpike, and yep. I was just shocked that <laughs> you asked me to come work within district office. So, but it was a moment for me. Yeah, a big it was moment. A, it was a great moment. Yeah, but I, you know, I've also heard you talk about um, your pastor when you were still yep. a teenager calling you into ministry. Yeah. You know, have you ever shared that on one of our episodes? I don't know if I have or not. John Croston. Yeah. Uh, was his name? He's with Jesus. Uh, Wished he was still around. He would only be like, yeah, 76 years old or something like that. And many days I just love to sit and have a conversation uh, with him, still keep contact with his his wife. But um, yeah, he and and, uh, I was probably 16 years old at church on a Wednesday night, standing outside in the parking lot after the service. And he walked up to me and started having a conversation about. Uh, you know, you ever think that God might be calling you into ministry? You ever think about going to uh, Tacoa Falls College? And and the answer to that would have been, I don't know what I said, but I know what I thought. You got to be kidding me! Uh, my uh, my basketball dreams hadn't totally died yet. Come on, Terry, I was really? Languishing on the bench. Yeah, I was going to say most yeah. of the time. But soon after that, I was cut from the basketball team and hmm. realized that. That superstardom was not in my uh, mm-hmm. was not in my future, and uh, began to consider God's call, and He was very influential in in that, and His preaching, not just His uh, personal words, His preaching. It was like God was using Him to preach to me personally mm-hmm. every every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very yeah. grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, although on your basketball career, sometimes those best bench, should, bench sitters uh, become the best coaches. And I bet that you would have been a great basketball coach. Well, perhaps. 
I did make the all splinter team in several <laughs> all splinter several team. tournaments. Well, uh, I think I was on that team with you a few years later, though, because yeah. you know, because I'm so much younger as a Gen X person than you as a boomer. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, much. Younger. So I would have been on the all Gen X splinter team. So much younger in your mind. So much younger. Well, I mean, I'm clearly a whole generation different than you. I could take you one on one, Alan. Just let's let's face it. <laughs> I could take you if we went on a court right now. I could take you. Oh, my goodness. You are so great. You should be so grateful there is not a basketball court in this national office. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. All right. But it would probably be ugly, so we shouldn't have anybody watch if it ever, ever happens. Equi- the Equipping You Podcast one-on-one tournament. Yeah, we'd be the only two in it, because the only way that one of us <laughs> could win the championship is if we were the only two in it. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but if we could hold that and not tell anybody and then declare that, one of us is the champion. That'd yeah. be cool. I did one time win a win win the doubles with my partner. Won a doubles tournament in PE badminton in junior high school. Wow! Yeah, that wow. was probably badminton the champion. crowning achievement of my athletic career. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Alan, back yeah, to the podcast. On that note, yeah. How about that? Let's talk about some favorite episodes. Let's Terry. do it. Let's uh, do t- it. Tell me one of your favorites right now. First, my favorite episode. Um, Maybe the Tom Rainer episode was, okay. was one of my favorites, yeah. and that could be because he was one of my heroes. Yeah, and uh, so to get the opportunity to have the conversation with him was uh, amazing. Yeah, uh, to me, I've read so many of his books that have impacted my uh, ministry as a turnaround leader yeah, yeah. in church, and so um, uh, just to have the opportunity to talk with him and and. Uh, he spent quite a bit of time telling he us did. what he was working on, he, off camera or yeah, off, right. you know, not being recorded, talking about what he was working on, and and yeah. uh, really, really an amazing opportunity that I hope our listeners uh, appreciated as well. How about you, Alan? As you think about favorite favorite uh, uh, episodes, um, you know, honestly, I really liked. It's hard to make to narrow down a list. It is. Uh, and I, I'm going to say I have two that are really top. I already alluded to the Dave Ferguson episode, yep. uh, just helping pastors thinking about being equippers rather than just doers. Yeah. And, and it, the it, simple way to do that, it was so reachable, so tangible. And he was also another gracious guest. He really was. Really, when he's answering the questions, he's thinking of them through the lens of the alliance. Uh, appreciating our connections there, yep. so affirming of us, and grateful for our, our Alliance family participating in Exponential. Yep. Um, but man, there is that's just a that's an episode that is worth listening to multiple times. Yeah. Um, and then he offered, I think he offered our our uh, listeners like free resources uh, that as well that go with that that are really helpful. Yeah. Came with videos from him mm-hmm. and worksheets and so that really sharp really thankful for that and of course he brings a lot of energy as well i like that yeah any others that come to your mind well you had jonathan weibel on the list here i i (laughs) I think that would fall into the category uh, of the episode that was the most fun (laughs) there's no doubt because no doubt uh you know to quote some uh famous person in the past jonathan is one wild and crazy guy he is one wild and crazy guy <laughs> and, Holy and cow. so there was a lot of laughter uh, filling yeah. the airwaves uh, there was i remember when episode. he he started that stuff about himself uh like i think one of the things he said uh, i'm i'm so interesting that sharks have a week about me yeah yeah that's and i'm right. just like we didn't know he was going to do that. Yeah. 
And and how does he think of that kind of stuff? Even? I, I yeah I well Jonathan has a mind is totally Jonathan's and only Jonathan's. Yeah, God uh, does create us all uniquely. Yeah. Uh, but the topic that he talked about. Oh my word! If, yeah. It, you know, it, it goes back to this evangelism right. thing. You know, right. and, and building relationships with our neighbors. It's so easy to hit the garage door open or pull the car in, hit the garage door open or close the door and just, you know, kind of yep. isolate yourself yep. in today's modern world. Yep. And we're not called to isolate. We're called to make disciples. Yep. And that starts with building relationships. So I, I appreciate Yeah, what Jonathan's Jonathan organization, uh, Front Yard Mission, yep. uh, is really gaining a lot of traction and yep. really encouraging churches. I know he was just in one of our Eastern Paid churches, I think uh, a couple of them recently, yep. and doing some training Really grateful for that, and uh, you know we've had a lot of evangelism guests yeah, over have. time. I mean, our, I think our very back at the beginning, um, we had Ed Stetzer, I think, yeah. in season season three, talking about that. We also had Rick Richardson, yeah, uh, who's now, of course, is leader of the evangelism cohorts that we do. Yeah. Uh, He's become a great partner. Yeah, he has become a great partner, and that started essentially on the podcast. I mean, you read what you read his book, you found yeah, me, yeah. and then you wanted him on the podcast. And next thing you know, we're doing evangelism cohorts, yeah. and here we are today talking about him. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we talked about him on, uh, with him after we got done with that podcast yeah. episode, and that's when you said. I think Eastern PA might be interested in that. So. And we were, and we yeah. did, and here we are again. Yeah, uh, We had Daniel M. come and talk about, uh, you know, he's back in the Alliance now. Yeah, when yeah. we first had him on, early, early on, he was talking about church planning, uh, and he had been in the Alliance, was not in at that time, but now he's back up in Canada. And we talked to him off air Yes, <laughs> about getting licensed with the Alliance Yes, again. he did. And That's right. So, That's right. Uh, That's right. You know, amazing things happen through this podcast, yeah, Alan. It yeah. is world-changing. It is world-changing. There's another one of our guests, who I won't mention by name, but there's another possibility of somebody that left the Alliance and might be coming back in. Uh, and, you know, well, I, I would like to think that our podcast helped contribute to that. Though I, That I, would probably be exaggerating. I hope but, so, too. We, we, so. we hope we build good connections. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with, we also had uh, uh, Kevin Harney on, uh, the writer of what, Organic Outreach for Churches, Organic yep. Outreach for Ordinary People. Um, that He was excellent on there. Um, and of course, Jonathan, as we said. So yeah, we've had a lot of good evangelism guests that have, have been really helpful. We have. Um, and man, how about even just uh, uh, you know earlier in season nine, we had Rob Wegner from Kansas City Underground talk about passion. For yeah, he brought the people. passion. He couldn't even sit down while we were interviewing. He's <laughs> he standing was, like, up, walking all over around. The place. He was totally like a, a fire hose, yeah. just of giving us stuff. But man. I just you just want to go out and reach lost people after you talk to guys like yeah. that, and I'm so thankful for him. Um, uh, another one of mine, though, was Katie Cole. Yeah, I mean, I just re-listened to that episode recently, and one thing, and it, I listened to it recently because of you know what we've made decisions at council, and I want to go back and reflect on what what was she saying, and I think that we can gravitate on something she said there. She said. In all of her training, she's done training in strong complementarian churches and strong egalitarian churches. And she said that that position has really no influence on well, how well churches equip women leaders. She said that there are egalitarian churches that totally ignore women as leaders, and yep. there are complementarian churches that equip women leaders excellently. Yep. And, and then she called us, like called us out to say develop women leaders yeah. regardless of what your polity is about that you can still develop women leaders regardless of that and i was like yes yeah. we need to hear that message and she we was do. so good and so practical she talked about things that i'd never thought of before yeah. 
and she brought them like boldly but graciously. Yeah. So this definitely, and we she's been on our show twice. This would have been her first episode, right? Developing and recruiting uh, female leaders. So and realizing the positive impact on her ministry career that Equipping You podcast had in the first interview, she contacted us. Yes, how about that? To she want to come back on our podcast. Yeah, I mean, you so know, that's, that says something, uh, right? You know, she obviously has a gift of uh, discernment. A hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, and she's actually recommended other guests for us. So that's she's right. been a real friend of the podcast. She has. Say. She has. She has. We should put her in the Equipping You podcast Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think. Yeah, let's do that. So yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I would just, just in, by way of mentioning them, we already talked about the Rock Dilliman episode. That was definitely a highlight yep. for me. And I love our Pastor Bio episodes. I do too. But uh, I have to make a suggestion. Um, you know, we have another one coming up in season 10. Yeah. And, um, but in season 11, when we do that, we have to choose a pastor not named Mark. Yeah. Uh, this is That's three in a row. Point. We That's had Mark point. Trinkle. And then, and we had um, Mark Porter. Mark Porter, and now we're this season coming up. We're gonna have Mark Little Elk, yeah, um, from Minnesota. So season eleven, we're gonna have to have somebody not named Mark. Maybe Matthew, Luke, or John. That would probably be a good idea. I think that's highly recommended. You know, and actually, when we had our last Alliance IW interview, his name was Mark. My goodness. So we got to move on from Mark. We do. Yeah. So let's make that happen in season 11. How about the most underrated uh, podcast episode, Alan? Oh, man. Uh, That's really hard because there's so many. And so for me, being underrated means they had to be, you know, not a lot of downloads, you know, not a small number, but not like in the top few. Uh, So, but one of those is Bill Allison's interview on disciple making yeah. and intentional relational disciple making. That was just like so motivating. I loved him, you know, and uh, was thankful. And then he ended up being at, uh, you did used him for equipping you, I think, at Council 21, right? We did. Yep. Yeah. We did. He and did, people and loved did, it. He did a great job in there, too. I yeah. think he had more people in his uh, seminar than any of the other ones, if I'm not mistaken. I stepped in there for a few uh, Yeah, I believe you're was, right. I was, believe you're right. He was giving great stuff. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, what's one of your underrated episodes? So one of my underrated episodes would be Dan Spader. Yeah, another disciple-making one. Yeah, and so, of course, Dan was uh, popular mm-hmm. back in the day. When, yeah, 80s uh, and 90s. Growing a healthy church and sun life and mm-hmm. all of that was a big deal. It hasn't been as big a deal in the last few years perhaps so i didn't really know what to expect out yeah. of that episode and in my opinion he knocked it out of the park he did knock and, it out of the and park and blew me away and again it's one of these veteran guys who still has fire in his belly yes, yeah and you know a stellar reputation and testimony and i just love that episode uh, it was it was fun yeah i like to you know this is a big company to mention him in to be honest but i I, I put him almost a little bit in the category of like Robert Coleman. Like when people start yeah. talking about making disciples and stuff, you know, his name comes up. But here he is in his 70s uh, from what was he from? A farm in North or South Dakota, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's still going strong, energized to talk about making disciples. Uh, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. Amazing how many of our guests come from small towns and right. small churches. Right. But they're making a big impact for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. so if you're. Uh, if you're in a small church, never diminish the potential of what God can do yeah. through your uh, congregation, right. through your ministry. Yeah, you put those hero maker practices in that David Dave Ferguson talked about. Yeah. You know, and do some ICNU conversations to yeah. like you had with your pastor, right? 
what do you see in somebody? You never know what they're going to go on and do. Uh, and your influence can ripple out through generations, really. Yeah, and my prophetic gifts tell me that we're going to have another opportunity to hear about hero maker type stuff in this uh, in really? this season. Imagine that. Imagine that on episode six with our good friend Larry Walkemeyer. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be it good. It is. Hey, another one of my underrated episodes was uh, Barnabas Piper on Pastor's Kids. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that was super stuff. You know, I'm Very married practical. to a pastor's kid, yeah. so I love that, and I uh, highly want to recommend to our listeners, because a lot of them either are pastor's kids or certainly have pastor's mm-hmm. kids, or are elders in churches where there's pastor's kids, yeah. so that's a great episode to go back and pick up on. really is. Um, and uh, one more for me. Okay. Keith and Kathy Davis. Yeah. I hadn't met them before, and you wanted to have them on, and I was like, I'm sure, you know, I trust your judgment, because you are well-connected in the Alliance family, <laughs> and they just did a super job, yep. and uh, just I, I was so grateful for them. So, hey, let's kind of hit the home stretch here, Terry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just talk about, you know, what are some of the highlights or some of the things that you've appreciated uh, about having this podcast? Maybe you didn't see them coming when we started out. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the things that the podcast has done has it's given me a venue to connect with a lot of our alliance pastors and leaders across the U.S. Now I travel a lot mm-hmm. too, but you can't possibly travel to two thousand churches. No, and, you can't. And uh, meet maybe you could four hundred thousand people or how, how many ever it is. So you know, I think that's helped build a connection. And when I meet somebody on the road that listens to the podcast, there's a, an immediate connection there. That's uh, that's very, very helpful. I had one pastor's wife say to me, oh, I thought you were a very serious person. And then I listened to the podcast. <laughs> then they knew better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now they yeah. know I'm loony. Yeah. It's funny to me, you know, this goes back to our listeners being so loyal, but I had two separate occasions where I was in a crowd of people, not a massive crowd, but, you know, maybe 10 or 12 people around, and people heard my voice yeah. and said, you're the guy from equipping you. You're Terry's co-host, and I'm like, and they because they had up until this season there was no video, so yep. they knew have new way. And I'm like, you really just recognize me by my voice, yeah. You know, so that tells you that they listen to that. And to, that, to me, that's such an encouraging thing to have people listening that much that they would pick out my voice. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, obviously, from the uh, backdrop in our Council 2023 booth in Spokane, we are larger than life. We Alan. are larger than life. Absolutely. Yeah. That goes without saying. Yes. Um, you know, but honestly, I've just appreciated that we've been able to have a hundred conversations yep. with very experienced leaders yep. about our specific alliance context. Like, you know, you can go to training with some of these leaders or listen to them online, but this was what we needed. We got to ask questions that were relevant to our alliance family. Uh, and what a treasure. Yeah. What a treasure to have that. It really has and, uh, been. And, and, as I said earlier, in terms of talking with Tom Rayner, we've gotten to talk with people that we never would have had the opportunity yep, to talk yep, with yep. otherwise. You know, they probably weren't going to go out to lunch with us no. uh, somewhere, but they were happy to come on the podcast, and and it, it, it gave us an opportunity to meet Tom Rayner, Ed Stetzer, and, you know, yep. many, many others, and, and it's been such a blessing. Yeah, you know, in light of Tom Rayner, and I'm going to throw this one in there, too. We talked to Kerry Newhoff. Yeah, yeah. Those two guys surprised both of us yeah. by staying on after the recording was over and asked tons of questions about the alliance yeah. and carrie newhoff specifically really engaged caitlin that's right uh and like he was not in a rush i mean you think these guys have full schedules yeah. and they're trying hey i gave you your 45 minutes you know but they were not that way at all right. 
listened, cared. Uh, that was a really pleasant surprise for me to yep. have that, and that, yep. and I'm really grateful for them. And in light of Carrie Newoff, oh, this reminds me of another underrated episode. Right. He used to have an assistant that worked for him That's named right. Dylan Smith. Love the last name. I guess you would. Uh, he's now at uh, connected with Life um, Life TV Church, Craig Rochelle. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, some kind of leader there, but he's a sharp young man, and he came on. And if you have young leaders in your church that you want to plant the seed of them growing as a leader, you send them back to that Dylan Smith episode. That was fantastic. So he was like 22 when we did that interview. Or uh, something I don't like even that. think he was that old yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he was young. Yeah. So now he's married and has a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he's doing well. But it's just great to think back about that and having him on there. Um, uh, and that's what a, what a blessing that is. And uh, COVID did not stop equipping you. It did not. It stopped many things, but it did not stop equipping you. Exactly. So uh, we did a couple of episodes during that time. I'll talk about the Carl Vader's. Yeah, please do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the adjustments that churches needed to make in COVID or coming out of COVID. And uh, Carl Vader's is a small church guru. So, uh, again, he's not in a mega church Mm -hmm. and uh, gave some really practical help. Uh, to our church leaders during that challenging time. And we yeah. talked to... Rich Velotis. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great... That was our first conversation with him. Yeah. You know, coming from Queens at the time, right. which was like hot one of the spot. hot spots for COVID. Yeah. And uh, he was so encouraging to help us persevere during a time when it was still... We interviewed them like within a month or so after COVID kind of started sweeping the nation. Right. And everybody thought it would be over by Mother's Day and we're still in the thick of it. And boy, he was just like, you guys can do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so helpful. Grateful for him. Yeah. So Terry, bring us home. Yeah. You know, we don't have like master big master plan goal sheets for equipping you podcasting thing, but what are your hopes uh, for the podcast going forward? Yeah. Just so you know, the nuts and bolts of equipping you podcast about three or four months before each season happens. Alan and I get on a Zoom call, or if we happen to be together in the same state, go drink some coffee together mm-hmm. and uh, figure out the, you know, we, we'll put a pool of 15 guests or so, yep. potential guests together and and uh, send out invitations uh, to them, maybe based on a book we've read or a conference we've been at or something that's been happening in, yep. the, in the Christian world. So, yeah, we don't have a master plan for the next... Uh, Ten seasons. Yeah, we still or, really try to stay in touch with what we think our listeners need. We 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 do, yeah. we do, and and I think that's as I think of the future of equipping you podcast. We want to continue to equip our listeners. Yeah, we want it to be something that they find practical, helpful, relevant. Hopefully, it'll be fun along the way too. Uh, well, yeah, if no it, doubt. If it's boring, stick a needle in my eye. I don't I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, so, I got you. Uh, you know the laughter and the banter, and and uh, you know we enjoy doing it. But yeah. I want them to enjoy listening to it. Yeah. But beyond enjoying it, I want it to be really helpful to them and encouraging to them 100%. in their ministry. So they walk away saying, hey, that was just what I needed yeah. Uh, today. Yeah. You know, I love doing this. And I, we were just talking today at breakfast. You know, it's a privilege for me to do this. Um, and I, I I don't get paid for it. That's I just right. do it because That's I right. want to, yeah. you know, and... Uh, and to me, it's a total privilege to be able to encourage our listeners yep. this way. 
And I am thrilled that we get to do this together. And my greatest reward is those conversations with our listeners when they say, that really helped me. Yep. You know, I had somebody in our district just recently say, man, that episode on evangelism is yeah, number yeah. one on my list. That was so helpful to me. I need that's to good. think about one of those cohorts in the future. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I didn't solicit that. I don't like put out, hey, let me know what you think. Like, yeah, this is yeah. just people approaching me out of their own initiative. Good. That's Love good. that. We want to be helpful to our listeners. So we would pay you, Alan, but uh, you know your reward is in heaven, and we do not want to take anything away from your heavenly rewards. And I appreciate that, and I certainly hope there are heavenly rewards with that. But there is plenty of reward, knowing that our listeners are being encouraged yeah, and equipped right now. There's true. a great joy. And if I'm honest, it's a reward to sit beside you oh my. and have your quirkiness and, and <laughs> put up with your corny jokes. And, of course, I give the corny <laughs> jokes back. And yeah. uh, I'm, I always look forward to your state stuff because sometimes they're just really odd. You yeah, know? most of the time they're yeah. just really odd. Yeah. So, yeah, Alan, this is kind of uh, this podcast and the camaraderie is built on... Uh, Really, by now, decades. Yeah, seriously. Of uh, friendship, and uh, you know, we really got to know each other in a regional prayer meeting for pastors, and and uh, back in the day, then uh, did a lot of other things together. Cooperated on a church plant in mm -hmm. Harrisburg, and and uh, you know, we've just been blessed by one another's friendship. We have, and I'm grateful for this expression of that and grateful yeah. for your willingness to continue doing this. It is uh, not a burden, Terry, and I look forward to future seasons by God's grace. So Alan, what did you like about this episode? That it's exactly what I expected it, that we winged it totally the whole way through. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. And yet, I feel like it's a good recap of where we've been and um, where we continue to hope to go, to be nothing but an encouragement and an equipping for our listeners who we are so grateful are part of the Alliance family with us, uh, whether it's right here in America or even our IWs around the world. So true. And our audience is international. That may be two people outside the United States. I don't know. but yeah, it, 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 We have had it identified that people from other countries. Yeah, I think it's more than two. We're listing probably a lot of Spanish-speaking countries because of the fluent Spanish. Well, for sure. It's probably I, all 21 Spanish-speaking countries listening to this podcast. So next episode, Season 10, Episode 2, Alan Hanna. So I'll be double-teamed. Uh, Alan 2, Terry Yes, one. that sounds wonderful. He's the pastor at uh, Allegheny Center Alliance Church, followed Rock Dilliman that we talked about. About on this episode, but he's also a part of something called Equipping You Maximum Impact uh, that we want to talk about. And they're doing some new things at uh, ACAC. I look forward to hearing about this. We're yeah. going to throw into that uh, podcast and the whole uh, the whole thought about urban ministry. Yeah. Hey, and along the way, everybody, keep sharing this with your friends, your yeah. your peers in ministry, your church leaders. Put us on, you know, your social media or email it or text it to somebody. It's really easy to do. Uh, and actually, believe it or not, ratings still help. So if you're on podcast app yep. or something, just put down that, hey, this is a pretty good one. Absolutely. And if you have guest ideas for us, yeah, we'd love to send hear those. People do from time to time. Yeah. Did recently. We appreciate those. Fuels are uh, pump, fuels are tank, whatever I'm trying to say. I think it's tank. Yes. And uh, so closing this episode by saying from the bottom of our hearts, we are grateful, yes, listeners, are. Uh, for your connection with us, for, for being a part of the Equipping You podcast family. We look forward to seeing you again for episode two. Meanwhile, keep the faith.
Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Equipping You podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing and sharing it with a friend. For more information about this podcast and other ministries of the Alliance, visit equippingyou.org.